Well, hey there, my name is Eric Gray, and I'm the Young Adult and Family Minister here at the Regency Church of Christ. I just want to take a minute and say thank you for checking out this message. If you're ever in the Mobile area, we'd love for you to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. And to find out more information about Regency or to listen to other messages from this series, we'd love for you to check out our website at regencycc.org. And we're praying that this message will help you grow closer to Jesus. Well, a good morning to all my brothers and sisters of the Regency family. I certainly miss all of you and can't wait till we can get back together. But my prayers are with all of you, and certainly our prayers right now are with the Magoy family. Uh, we are certainly saddened at the loss of our brother Leroy, a great servant of God, one who served the Lord faithfully all of his life. So we want to be sure and, and keep Suzanne and the rest of that family in our daily prayers. But again, thank you for being with us here as we uh, worship the Lord here on this Lord's Day. One story from the Bible that teaches us about what to do when people throw us lemons is the story of Joseph. Joseph wasn't just given one lemon. He was given lemon after lemon after lemon. It would get better, and then another bad situation would happen. Joseph was his father's delight, a dreamer, despised by his brothers, later disposed of by his brothers, still later desired by Potiphar's wife, placed in a dungeon, interpreter of dreams, received a diadem, and through it all remained dedicated to God and even others when he was wronged, showing forgiveness and maturity and character in those times of struggle. Pharaoh said of them in Genesis 41, verse 38, Then Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this in whom is a divine spirit? Now the road that led to that assessment was not an easy one. As we all know, Joseph faced a number of difficulties, downtimes in his life. But I believe the key is found in a number of verses in Genesis chapter 39. We'll begin there with verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph, so he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Now his master saw that the Lord was with him, and how the Lord caused all that he did to prosper in his hand. And then verse 5, it came about that from the time he made him overseer in his house and over all that he owned, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house on account of Joseph. Thus the Lord's blessing was upon all that he owned in the house and in the field. Verse 21, but the Lord was with Joseph and extended kindness to him and gave him favor in the sight of the chief jailer. And then verse 23, the chief jailer did not supervise anything under Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made to prosper. Stephen picks up on that in Acts 7 verse 9 when he said, Yet God was with him. And so we see that phrase repeated a number of times there that God was with Joseph. Now even though God was with Joseph, it did not screen him from hatred temptation, disappointment, slander, or even imprisonment. Not only was God with Joseph, Joseph remained faithful to God. 
Here is a brief overview of Joseph's life. Birth to 17, a low-level antagonism was brewing as his family clashed and argued in jealousy and hatred. And then 17 to 30, as Joseph reached young manhood, his life becomes out of control. Enslavement, unfair accusation, and imprisonment assault him. And then age 30 to death, his last 80 years are years of prosperity and reward under God's blessing. Now, he had the opportunity to get even with his brothers, to ruin them, but he refused. Instead, he blesses, protected, and forgave. The late great preacher John Henry Jowett used to say, that a minister doesn't deserve an hour to preach a sermon if he can't give it in one sentence. Now, that's a challenge. But let me try to give this lesson in a sentence. Greatness is revealed mainly in our attitudes. Greatness is revealed mainly in our attitudes. And here are some lessons that grow out of that simple single truth. Number one, when we're able by faith to sense God's hand in our location, our attitude will be right. A number of times Joseph said, God sent me, God sent me, God sent me, God brought me to this place. Number two, when we're able by faith to sense God's hand in our situation, our attitude will be right. We don't begin by asking, why do I have to stay in this situation? We are here to do what God has planned for us to do. And then number three, when we're able by faith to accept both location and situation as good, even when there's challenges in the process, our attitude will be right. And we can say with Joseph, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Let me conclude with three enduring lessons. Number one, God sovereignly works all things for his glory and for our good. Genesis 50 and verse 20, the verse that Max read for us, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to reserve or to preserve many people alive. Number two, Joseph lives his life free of bitterness despite everything that happened to him. Do you need to forgive someone? It is interesting to me that Joseph's first son was named Manasseh, which means to forget. And his second son, Ephraim, which means twice fruitful. These two names would remind Joseph to forget all the mistreatment and to remember God's promise to bless him abundantly. And number three, as Joseph faced death, he was right with both man and God. 
the last verses of Genesis 50, beginning at verse 24, Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will surely take care of you and bring you up from this land to the land which he promised on oath to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely take care of you, and you shall carry my bones up from here. So Joseph died at the age of 110 years, and he was embalmed and put in a coffin in Egypt. Where is the lemonade from the story of Joseph? We see that Joseph stayed faithful even in the worst of situations. We can be faithful to God and the life he calls us to even when lemons are thrown at us. We do not have to become bitter or seek revenge. Sharing the forgiveness that has been shown to us is the sugar that God enables us to bring to the lemons of life. Paul put it this way in Ephesians 4, verse 32, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Joseph, a man of integrity and forgiveness, who challenges us to make a difference in our world by being different in our lives. And we can do that by God's grace and ultimately for God's glory.